Well, welcome to Eavesdrop. My name is Jenny, and so glad that you are here joining us tonight. I am joined with my friend Heather. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? Pretty good. We are so glad that you are a part of this tonight, where every um, day is a great conversation. And uh, if this is your first time joining, um, we are just excited that you're listening to us uh, through a couple of different ways, um, through iTunes, that you've subscribed to our show through iTunes or through Stitcher Radio. Um, where you can find our show, Eavesdrop Show, on there. And this is just a great way that we get to have a conversation, not that we don't talk all the time, (laughs) every day anyway. Text, talk. Talk, church, school, whatever. Whatever. We do it anyway. But this is a great way that we get to share a conversation and you get to listen in and hopefully get to feel like you're a part of it, learn something, educate um, about whatever's going on, and usually it's a topic that we kind of come up with. We've been near talking and about near to our hearts. Well, at this point in time, it's near and dear to our hearts that we get to do um, on this show. But we have been in the middle of the past last few podcasts um, talking about the elections, talking yes. about the debates, talking about what's coming up in one week, and the power of a voice. Oh my! And and standing up for for what you believe in and mm-hmm. taking a stand and how critical this vote is yes. um, coming up in an election. I cannot believe the elections like next week. Yes, next week that it's yes. there. So for those of you who do not realize, this is such a pivotal week in my life. <laughs> There's why? so much going on. Why? Well, you know, y'all will not hear this before the Alabama LSU game, but oh, I just want you to oh, know. Oh, oh. <laughs> This is a stressful week. Only so. Heather can turn politics and football in one same conversation in one So sentence. just know that I am prayer, prayerfully considering what's going to happen over the weekend and then next Tuesday. Oh, so we will have a great conversation tonight, y'all. But know that our hearts are really turned towards y'all. We are praying for y'all. We are excited for y'all. We are hoping that you're having conversations with your kids about mm-hmm. your vote, that um, you're explaining things to them when they have questions and, and even asking them some open-ended questions about what have they heard from school? Are they are they understanding the issues? And allowing them to come into that process because it, you know, it's not going to turn on when they're 18, y'all. We, no. need, to, we need to build that up, that um, sense of citizenship in our children. And that's such a hard I think that's probably a struggle with lots of parents coming into it. I know I do. Well, we're so busy. Well, we're busy. And then all of a sudden it's here and the kids come home. Hey, I got to watch the debates. Hey, I got to watch about the elections. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're hearing what they've Mm got to learn. And then all of a sudden, how do I answer these questions? Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I do that? You know, we've got so many different topics that are going on. Right now, the that, hot buttons. Yeah, I came in They're tonight. All getting pushed. Yeah, Heather's been asking me like, okay, what are we going to talk about tonight? And I'm just like, I'm fired up. I think more of she's loaded for bear. I am, and I think part of it is, and it's not that it's a general topic through a lot of it, but it's it's a lot of it all encompassed in one. As far as I think, one, how critical this vote is next week, but two, the different mm-hmm. topics that folks are still struggling with. And let me just say, right yeah. now, I think that if you're still undecided at this point, um. I will be praying. We will be praying very, very hard for you for this next week. But there's so many topics um, that are hot buttons, I think, Mm -hmm. coming up to it. And Heather was asking me, you know, okay, what are we going to talk about? And I'm just loaded with this Benghazi stuff because I I think the issue that I've come in is understanding about Benghazi, understanding what's happened, understanding Mm -hmm. why is it so critical that I know about it? And how it has affected me. And I think it's affected me not so much as, you know, that it's, that is that hot topic, but lives were lost Mm -hmm. that were over there that were lost. On sovereign soil. Yes. On American soil, because that's what an embassy is. Yeah. So. And, 
and but the fact I think of that that there's we still have it's seven weeks out from mm-hmm. when this happened yeah. September 11th critical day for us but seven weeks that this happened and we still mm-hmm. don't have any answers yeah. at all whatsoever and yet we have an incredible election coming up next week mm-hmm. that people are making to choose to vote without knowing answers but are okay not knowing answers. There's a and there's a moral thing I think because I think mm-hmm. with all this there's that cover up there's there's well and there's I think that's a hidden a part agenda of it. you know when we were younger we used to make fun of the old folks who would sit back and have the conspiracy theories oh, yeah. about you know there was three men on the grassy knoll or you know all yes of those who shot who and who right, did what you know, and when we, and where we would laugh about people with conspiracy theories but you know there are people out there saying this is a huge conspiracy theory um, that you know this was you know covered up it was covered up well, well you know things unfold. And and so as it's coming out, we're finding out things that we don't really want to know. And um, but is it better that we do know? Well, and th- there's See, there's where I think the rub comes in is: Do you want to be blissfully ignorant, or do you really want to see the man behind the green curtain? Yeah, you know, because once you've seen it, and once you get close to it, um, it will change your opinion of things, and and sometimes of tactics, military. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, national security is not a black and white issue. No, it's not. And I think that's where I'm having a hard time realizing and feeling that this has become that gray area. Mm-hmm. It's who said who did what and who's going to be responsible for who. And nobody's taking kind of yeah. the initiative and responsibility for what happened to these Americans that were over there. Yeah, see, and, and, and I probably have a, a different opinion you for do. once uh, than than most, but you know, coming from a military family, mm-hmm. it, it's really important that we protect the military. We make sure that the people who are out there saving lives um, in any kind of situation that we don't give away the game plan. Yeah, you know, sorry to take it back to a football analogy, but you don't <laughs> want to the tell, south. Remember, you can turn everything into a football you analogy. You don't want to tell people what the strategy is. You don't want to tell people too much. And even after, you know. Um, we have an operation, even like yeah. when, when uh, we took out Osama bin Laden. Y- you don't want to give it away. You can't tell what you did and how you did it. And, and that's not just for the protection of that group that was involved, but mistakes are made every day in national security. Mistakes are made every day in every situation. And there are going to be a lot of mistakes that we're going to hear about. Um, for me, you know, I, I realize that coming from a military mm-hmm. family, lives are lost when mistakes are made. And that's why you practice every day. They do drills. But I think for me, the hardest part is knowing that it's being lied about. Well, I'd rather you withhold it and keep it honest yeah. than lie about it yeah. to cover up um, something that you, that you know is a mistake. Yeah. People can handle a mistake. Yes. I mean, we're the most forgiving country out there. We have a grace mentality. Say this is what you did. Yeah, when and just wrong, own it. Say you're wrong, and when you make a mistake, say you know we didn't think this was terrorism. We thought it was related to this, and now we've realized this is it. We've got new information, new decision. People can accept that. People can move on. Well, because you've been honest up front about yeah. where it's going, without yeah. having to di- to divulge and give out all the secrets yeah. that has been going on. And I think that's what's. I think that's what the whole. Root I think of that's thing why you've got this moral reaction to it. It's not so much that. It was a botched mission and that we didn't yeah. send in the people to help because decisions are made, budgetary decisions are made. And we should never as a country know what's going on at right. that level. I'm really a firm believer in that. It doesn't make us safer. Um, it actually gives them our game plan. But 
morally, I think that's why you've got this objection going on is because it's coming out that that it was lied about and covered up and and it won't get any better before the election. So if no, if it's going to come out more and more worse mm-hmm, stuff. And, and that's the thing you've just got to decide. You know. Is Benghazi your hot button? Yeah, is that what you're going to make your decision on? Because if it is, you got you got strong problems, right, with the current administration. Correct. But what if your hot button is the economy? Mm-hmm. What if your hot button is that he made a promise as a yeah. campaigning um, hopeful, you yeah. know, running for the presidency that he would cut the deficit in half by the end of his first term? And it hasn't okay. happened. No, like so you got that problem. But then you've also got you know if if you're truly a Republican like uh, some of the people that are sitting in this room, then <laughs> let's just be honest. You would be on the other side and not really be confident in Mitt Romney, who's a Republican who believes in socialized medicine. So you've yeah. got some serious issues that you can really dig your teeth into and go, "Wow, I'm struggling. I'm struggling." But still, do you still vote? Well, and that's my fear. My fear is that one issue, whether it's, yeah. you know, Obama-backed partial birth abortions or Mitt Romney's yeah. going to um, overturn Roe v. Wade, whatever your fear hot button is, is that it's going to keep people from voting. Yes. You know, you you got to do your research. Mm-hmm. An uninformed citizenry is something mm-hmm. that we've been talking a lot, a lot about. about. The decline of family values, moral decay, and then an uninformed citizenry. You know, when those three things happen, it's crippling. But the worst part of that to me is when an uninformed citizenry says, I'm just not going to vote. Mm-hmm. Take the time. We are covered up in information, granted with slants. Everybody's editorializing. Yeah. But dig deep. Go to both sides. If you think that the mainstream media is liberal, then you go to the other side because you probably think that Fox News is too conservative. So balance them out and find the truth in the middle because, you know, like my daddy always said, there's two sides to every pancake and the best part's in the middle. Yes. So go to the middle, find the truth and make your decisions from that. And I think that's where, and you've nailed it to where that moral compass, because I'm sitting here, you know, I'm in the middle with my Mm -hmm. kids talking about, you know, the reason who I'm going to vote for and the reasons why I'm going to vote and why. And yet, you know, I pull on the news. I listen to it all the time and I'm Mm -hmm. hearing it. And then they're in the background hearing what's going on and asking me questions. And, you know, looking at my child going, yeah, I think the president has lied about this. Mm -hmm. We're still doing this. Well, but you, as a Christian mama, we we go this way, but yet you've also Mm -hmm. got, um, Mitt Romney, who is a Mormon mm-hmm. practicing, you know, but yet we've got on the other side, Obama, who's with the Muslim faith or at least going there and not really sure because haven't really gotten a clear answer on well, that one either. And, you know, but people still, would jump on you and say, he's not a Muslim. He's a professing Christian. And so, you know, I, you know, I know it's that it's that I, I think that, that catch 22 thing. And that's where I think the moral is. And it goes back mm-hmm. to even the last podcast that we did mm-hmm. is that was even said is that we all have to stand and answer stand for our choices before. and our decisions through all of that. And I think that's how critical even just knowing that we're a week away mm-hmm. and there's such a moral um, battlefield battleground going on to know that folks mm-hmm. are still going to vote that straight party line. <laughs> Well, and I, I really don't, you know, eternal optimist is what you I should know. call me. I know, you are. I'm such the eternal optimist that I really think that people do still vote 
their conscience. And you think they really do? I do. I think that that is such an important responsibility of a citizen that you you don't do it lightly. Uh, not to draw a religious comparison, but it's kind of like taking communion. Yeah. It's one of those moments where you should reflect upon it and you should realize there has been a price that has been paid for your freedom. And with that freedom comes some serious responsibilities. And that is to an elect a representative, mm-hmm. um, you know, at all different levels in the um, elections from, you know, your mayor all the way up, especially in the executive mm-hmm. uh, branches. But it, it's really important that you you take this seriously and you you don't go in lightly and just say, you know what, I, I'm i going to vote the party line, the, the Republican ticket or the Democratic ticket. Well, Think to take the easy way in. out. Well, you're still accountable for it. So, it's, right. you know, all it is is. 10 more seconds. You waited in line. Check the boxes. What is it, 15? I mean, come on. (laughs) Well, and I think that's knowing that we've got a huge decision to be made next week and watching it. And and I think, and like I was even told somebody at work today was like, well, I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to go vote. I'm I'm like, oh, you have got to go do this. You have got to make the time to go Mm -hmm. vote. And I think going through this, you know, how do you tell your kids? How do you, we touched on that just a second ago, but, you know, talking about with your kids, how are you telling your, how are you talking to your kids about it? Are you going to take your kids to the polls? Well, we're the geeks. I have taken my children to the polls. I will be taking a two-year-old this time. (laughs) I will be taking a two-year-old this time. So if you're standing in line with me, I love you and I mean it. And um, (laughs) we're starting young in my family, okay? But um, I I have. I need a picture of that one because I can imagine that. Yeah, both of my children. I have a um, seventh grader and a fifth grader. My children have decided this year they're going for perfect attendance, so they don't want to be checked in or out of school. (laughs) So they're not going to be going. God love them. So they're not going to be going to vote. I'm going to do it It's that moral choice. Mm -hmm, Which is fine. But they know who I'm voting for and they know what um, amendments that I'm going to be uh, voting on. And, and they're, they're pretty, pretty good with it. But our favorite part in my family is when we come home from school that day, Yes, um, we have the little um, map of the United States yep. with the little electoral votes. And we literally sit there in front of the TV mm-hmm. and watch the results come in and, and I had already prepared my oldest child uh, for the last presidential election that, you know, it was going to go well into the night and I was going to let her stay up past bedtime. And we were just really going to enjoy this process that is, you know, foreign to so many mm-hmm. people in the world. Mm-hmm. You will never get this opportunity. And, you know, it's such a peaceful transition of power. And, you know, I was so excited and was going to let her stay up. And they had called it by almost seven, like 7 o'clock. Yes. And it was unbelievable. And she, you know, I'd built this up that we were going to color all these things. And it was just such a wash. And it was very devastating to her because, you know, my candidate did not win. And so she, she was pretty, you know, upset. But, you know, we talked through it and we talked about who is in control of our country and that Mm -hmm. all of the nation's authorities and rulers and principalities are subject Mm -hmm. to our king. And Mm -hmm. our king is not um, an earthly king. So, you know, you have those moments if you take them Mm -hmm. where you can teach the lesson of the responsibility, regardless of the outcome, who's in control and you get the teaching moment of it. And it's a special bond that they'll start looking forward to in the next four years. And, uh, you know, they've even started to ask that we do it for the um, congressional elections. Yeah. So, Well, and I was researching because that's been one of those. My hot topic has been the moral part mm-hmm. of it. But then taking that moral part of it and bringing it home to the Absolutely. kids and, and, and walking through all of this with them. And 
just as you said, you know, you can pull up on map, we'll have links and things like that, that I want to share with y'all about how you can get your kids involved, how mm-hmm. you can get um, a guide. There are guides out there, but how do you talk to your kids about the election that has all the congressional, mm-hmm. you can pick your state, who's running, who's doing what, and yeah. going through all of that. And you can you, actually see a sample yes. ballot yes. by state. Which is really cool if, you, mm-hmm. if you've not pulled that up and showed your kids, hey, this is what I'm actually doing. This is what I'm going to be uh-huh. looking at as I go to the polls and everything. Uh, unless they want to have perfect attendance and they're not going to come. Um, but but the priorities of my children, I guess you know, I've taught it's them the well. awards versus let's go cast your vote and see what mom's doing. <laughs> but um, but the links and stuff that are out there, we'll, we'll put those on our Facebook page for you. Yeah, because um, if you're like me, you just need the guide. You just need you, something to go mm-hmm. to to be like, how do I tell my kids how yeah, to do this? If you're visual, this is something that's super easy. You can do it with first grade all the way up. You know, it's just a crayon. Yeah. Tell them to go get their crayons out. Um, and sit there and color the map with them and just begin a process of talking about it. Because, you know, these individual states have different hot buttons. Yes. You've got farmers. You've got industrial. Mm-hmm. You've got, um, you know, all of these different hot buttons. You know, in the Southwest, you've got the issues of immigration. And, you know, the Southeast, you've got all of these baby boomers yes. who are retiring. And, you know, so it really plays into it. And you can start explaining these concepts to them and um, they'll get into it. They really will. Well, and to make it become like, like just like another event, like it to become a family event. Mm-hmm. It, the whole, like, I mean, we've got everything planned for next week. We've got uh-huh. what we're cooking. We've got oh, what we're yeah, having. We've got the red, night. crock pot. Oh, night. we've got red and white flyers. We've got all the stuff that we're going to have laid out everywhere. Chilly night. Planning for it. Oh, yes. And, and Put the we've stuff got on the, the maps, table and let them graze. Pulled off the maps, pulled yep. off all the stuff. Everybody's going to make their own predictions mm-hmm. and everybody's going to do their own thing. And, you know, we, as again, I said. That's a great idea. We've never done that before, but we should probably predict the yes. you know, the swing states. They've been talking about the swing states. This is a really, a new concept, you know, with a yes. seventh grader and a fifth grader. My kids are ready to start talking about swing states and the differences between yes. the red and the blue and what those issues are in the swing states. So maybe that's a great thing. We could, mm-hmm. we could make predictions almost like a football poll. <laughs> well, I'll put, there'll be a website that I'll yeah, put up there that idea. has a picture of the map and it mm-hmm. kind of shows already the predictions for each of the candidates, but in yeah. the middle, it has a list of swing states to watch for. There's quite a few of them this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those predicting which way you think they're going to go and kind of making a prediction. And so you've got enough in your family. I've got enough in mine, too, that can make it very interesting uh, as a competition since we are from the South. And I'll throw my football analogy and you are always competitive from the South <laughs> and going with it. And an upset alert. I'm going to go it's ahead. Gonna be and- upset alert. <laughs> my we'll upset it. alert is that... I do believe Florida is going to go with Mitt Romney. I agree. I do I believe that. Admit. And I am so praying. I mean, on a wing and a prayer, just like that weekend last year that Alabama had the bye weekend and all three teams lost that got uh-huh. us back into the hunt for the national championship. I'm okay. also praying that Ohio is going to go Mitt Romney. I'm praying <laughs> it. If it doesn't happen, that's okay. I know where my faith really lies. Well, which then in, li- in turn lies something else that you brought up, too, is that mm-hmm. how do you teach your children about Mm -hmm. what if your candidate doesn't win? You know, what do Mm -hmm. you teach them from there? I mean, we live in a competitive nature where Mm -hmm. we are too. And it is, we live in a state where, well, right now my team is doing a whole lot worse, but how do you, (laughs) you know, but seriously though, there's a part of that, you know, how do you teach Mm -hmm. whether, whether they're in their own sports and their team loses, Mm -hmm. how to be good losers, but yet to continue doing their best and trying. But then on this, on this platform is still the responsibility of that no my candidate did not win Mm -hmm. but yet i am still praying for my country 
Oh, absolutely. I'm still going to do. And, and that's the thing I think has been so disheartening for me is that it has become about sides. You yes. Know, it really has become about sides and not really issues and taking care of us as a country. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the hardest part for me is because I will cast my vote of who is the best representative yeah. for me. This is a republic. Mm-hmm. I will cast the vote of who represents me best. Mm-hmm. That is all I can do. Mm-hmm. And that's what we expect everyone to do. But when that vote is cast, whether or not my candidate wins, it is my responsibility as an American citizen to do everything I can to support and to work with. Now, that also goes from the top down. The leadership should be doing that. Mm -hmm. So if President Obama wins the Mm reelection or if Governor Mitt Romney Mm -hmm. wins, they need to figure out how to reach across the aisles. Yes. Because like we've talked about before. Yes. Just as you feel a gap mm-hmm. in a parenting situation when there's only a mom or only a dad, mm-hmm. because that blend is so powerful in the mixing of gifts, both sides of the aisle, have the to Democratic be side and the Republican side, they have benefits mm-hmm. that they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And we can't just stand there and cross each other's eyes and dot each other's T's on fact checker. We've got to get over this. We've got to work together because there are serious needs. Mm -hmm. We do have um, foreign and domestic enemies. Mm -hmm. We've got issues to deal with in our house and we've got to clean it up. And the only way to clean your house is you make sure everybody's doing something. Yeah, everybody has a responsibility. Sit half of the house out because you've upset them because they're not being taken seriously in an issue. So I I think that's where I'll start with my kids is that it is. I mean, the stupid word that I really hate is bipartisan. It's an American thing. Do you see? Yeah, it is. Why do we have to say bipartisan? That's almost like saying... Well, that's a politically correct term. Well, and it's almost like saying um, Southern Yankee. It it just... It It doesn't irritates me. It polarizes instead of bringing people together. We are Americans. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I may pull for Alabama and you may pull for Auburn. But when it comes down to it, we're pulling for those kids. We are. And and that's the thing. This is a country. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a red country or a blue country. And it doesn't matter on Tuesday or Wednesday who wins this election so long as we all get through and do the right thing. Yeah. And um and that's why the responsibility is so great to go into public office and and why it was never supposed to be a lifelong pursuit. You're supposed to go represent your state and come back. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, how this, however the election is going to turn out, you know, mm-hmm. thankfully we have one that already knows the outcome, mm-hmm. already knows what it's going to happen next Tuesday night and Wednesday and, you know, sharing with our kids and hopefully sharing with your kids about the importance of one, this is why you're going to vote. This is mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. This is what I believe in. This is where I'm going with one. But even more so from that aspect of it is the responsibility of to pray for our country, to pray for who is going to be elected, mm-hmm. because regardless of who is reelected or newly elected, mm-hmm. they have a tough job ahead of them. Oh, yeah. They have... We are in some desperate times. Very much so. And, and they need the support of all of us reaching across lines mm-hmm. and pulling it together mm-hmm. and supporting and mm-hmm. being with them and praying for them to do all of that. But we'll put the, um, you'll find on our Facebook page, we'll put out the, some, um, some links for you to pull and go look at. Um, and if these don't work for you and you want to go do some more searching, go do some Mm -hmm. more searching, um, to help get your kids involved for next week as you Mm -hmm. prepare, prepare and plan. 
Um, and I'll put a guide up there too yes. for um, things that you can pray with yes. your kids for the nation, for our leadership, uh, for us as families to not forget to pray for our leaders um, yeah. before the election and then after the election. Um, I think that's really important if we cover both ways, the educational portion of it as well as the spiritual portion of it, mm-hmm. and then teach them to talk about it in respectful manners yeah. because, you know, we're the ones responsible for this. Well, we, and we this are is teaching that, this generation how to think politically. I know. I had that. I was talking to my oldest son the other day that, you know, he's got <laughs> – he's voting in the next election. Does that scare you? He is voting in the next election. <laughs> it scares me. And not it scares me for that one. I know. For your son. But the fact that I see these kids and I, I think, oh, good Lord, I know. they are so young. I know. I know. One last thought before we wrap up tonight that you would want to for folks that are going to hear this before they vote next week. Mm. I know. That's a loaded one. It just is. Um, I, I guess the hardest thing to do is to think that you're um, that you're not going to make a difference. Yeah. And so I would just really hope that if you're listening to us and it's the Monday night before the election and you're thinking, what's that one more red vote in a red state? Mm-hmm. Or what's that one more blue vote in a in red, red state? state. Yeah. Uh, or what's my one red and a blue? Definitely get out and vote, y'all. Yeah. You make a difference. And not just in the fact that you're casting the vote, but what you're teaching your kids. Yeah. I just, I have this strong sense that our children will only go so far as we mm-hmm. teach them. Yeah. You know, my dad used to say that you stand on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. And he would teach me about my family, you know, in the cemetery, of course, you know, Death and Dying 101, and teach me about, you know, who these people were and tell me their legacy that they've left for me. And I just, I want that for our children yeah. and for our grandchildren. I want them to know on whose shoulders mm-hmm. they stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really, I have such hope for the women in our country and what we can be and how we can speak and nurture the next generation. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what it would be is don't just call it a normal Tuesday. Yeah. It's not. Well, and going on that, the the, the vote makes a difference, I think, it through does. that one. And my favorite movie that comes up is the Denzel Washington, Remember the Titans, mm. where he took that black and white, those athletes, mm-hmm. to that cemetery, Gettysburg, where the oh, Battle yeah. of the Gettysburg was fought there. And if those guys could come together, mm-hmm. we can come together mm-hmm. to vote to make a difference. So with that, um, this will be our probably last show that you'll hear about the election mm-hmm. coming up. And probably some are relieved about it in some ways. Y'all are just Like, please back. find another topic now. And we will. We will. We promise. Because we'll come back and tell you about how that Alabama team. Uh, she will. But, um, hey, if you get a chance, do go to our Facebook page. We will put these links up for you. Um, Absolutely. How to get your kids involved. Uh, pictures of the Electoral College. Explaining a whole bunch of stuff to you. Um, Heather, we're going to put up. Um, the guide mm-hmm. um, for it, praying for our country. Guide, yep. And we'll it'll put be that super up there. basic, but just topics that you can Something write. that will just guide you as mm-hmm. you walk through with the kids um, as we prepare for this next time. Um, again, we thank you for joining us tonight. Um, another great conversation about some really hot topics. And we hope that you will um, spread the word about eavesdrop. Um, like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook and find us there. And if you've got somebody, and hey, plug out to the Alabama fans, our great Bama talk show that's uh, a podcast oh, that's yeah. great. Great, fine Bama Talk Show, and go listen to them and find them out. And 
Um, but we do hope that you'll join us again for another great conversation. And until then, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.